1: to ask you one break
2: or two. Hello everyone and welcome to another, dare I say it, exciting broadcast of Diakonia, a call to service. Diakonia is the Greek word for service. It's also the root word for deacon. My name is, as you can see on the screen, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, my name is Deacon Richard Hudzik, and it's my uh, privilege and joy to serve the Archdiocese of Chicago as Vicar for Deacons in the Office of the Diaconate. I'm also assigned as Deacon to work and pray and play with the good people in Westchester at Mary Mother of Divine Grace Parish. And joining, I had a brain cramp there for a second. And joining me, as per normal, is Deacon. David Bruncic. He is the Associate Director of the Office of the Diaconate, and he also serves as Deacon at Holy Guardian Angels Parish in Brookfield and LaGrange Park. How are you today, David? Wonderful. Great. Hello, everyone. Great. So this is a show that the Archdiocese has graciously allowed the uh, the Diaconate Office to to bring to you, to uh, the listening and viewing audience, something of what's going on in the diaconate in the Archdiocese of Chicago. We uh, strive mightily not to pat ourselves on the back. Uh, that's not the point. But the point is to have you walk with us and share with you some of the things that deacons are doing so that uh, you might walk with us and uh, join in some of our endeavors and some of our, some of our ministries. So we want you to, uh, so to speak, try on for size some of the things that we're doing. Now, today, we've uh, invited two, uh, they're not brand new, but they're pretty close to brand new deacons. They were ordained in the year 2020. We have joining us Deacon Ed Ship and Deacon Christopher Parker. Chris and Ed, are you out there in the internet ether radio land?
0: We are indeed, and good morning. Yes, we are.
2: Okay. So good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So... so the uh, uh, Christopher Parker, identify yourself and where you're serving.
1: Good morning, everyone. Uh, I serve at St. Barnabas Parish in the Beverly neighborhood. Uh, very happy to be there and serve the people of St. Barnabas as we start to come around and uh, return to somewhat of a normal lifestyle that we had before.
2: Yeah. Now, re- remind me, what was, uh, what was the date of the ordination? If you can 26th of
1: September 2020.
2: Okay, all right, so we're coming up, we're not yet at a one year anniversary, but uh, okay. And uh, Ed Shipp, uh, state your name for the record and uh, where you're serving.
0: Uh, Ed Shipp, uh, and Mary Seat of Wisdom in Park Ridge, and you, were... uh, where I've been a parishioner for 34 years, um, and a baby deacon for almost one.
2: Okay, congratulations and, and welcome to the. Welcome to the fold. Um, I, I wonder if, if both Chris and Ed, you can take take turns, and uh, we can do this alphabetically. I guess that's Chris. Uh, tell us a little something about yourself. Uh, you know your 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 home, your family, uh, and, and some of the things you might be doing at your at your parish.
1: I'm a lifelong Chicagoan. I was born and raised in the West Lawn neighborhood, St. Mary Star of the Sea Church. White Sox or Cubs? Um, that's uh, <laughs> really started my formation way back then. I did a lot of service in church. And um, back in the mid-70s, we moved out to Oaklawn Lawn and uh, started to uh, form my family. Uh, and we're uh, members of St. Germain Parish in Oaklawn for many, many years. And uh, been married to my wife for 34 years. We have uh, three beautiful adult uh, daughters who are living their lives uh, and making it happen in this world. Um, I was so happy to be able to uh, um, go over to St. Barnabas and uh, work with some different people in um, a different parish setting and a different uh, environment there. So uh, everything is good. I was um, engaged in law enforcement for 30 years. Uh, and then after I retired, I, uh, now I work as a uh, maintenance person for a large real estate company. Okay. So And I love the work I'm doing now yeah
2: i i just just uh just an anecdote we had a meeting uh with the uh the the, the class of 2020 a, f- a few three weeks ago and there was some kind of disturbance uh some person oh. who was kind of uh lost touch with reality a stranger was sticking his head in so I, w- I was relieved to see that uh, officer or lieutenant or commander or whatever uh chris parker was uh he had our back, so uh, he sprung into action. He sprang into action. So I'm, I'm, I'm it's good to have you. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna bring you to all of our, our, our meetings because we, we need the, we need That's the protection. Fine by me. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Uh, Ed Ship, uh, tell us something about yourself, your background, and and family and such.
0: Yeah. So I uh, also it started my life as a native of Chicago in West Rogers Park, uh, St. Margaret Mary Parish. Um, I've been married for 37 years uh, to my wife, Mary. We have uh, three adult children, uh, two boys and a girl. Uh, we have our one grandson who is two years old. Uh, and my, uh, that's my oldest son. My middle son will actually be married in October. Um, and so uh, our family continues to grow and expand. Um, I, um, like I said, I've been married to City wisdom for a while. Uh, was involved really as a lay minister uh, in the parish council, was a lector, an extraordinary minister of communion, and like Chris, in the church choir. Mm. And so uh, after ordination, um, or actually during the process of formation, I became more involved in the ministers of care, and that's actually a ministry that I lead today uh, in, my, in my role as deacon. Um, I'm pleased also I do a monthly communion service at a nearby retirement home, that was also started during the, uh, the COVID process. I'm going to put my light on so it knows I'm active. Um, <laughs> and then I, I lead a, a small group monthly men's meeting. Uh, sort of we get together, watch a, a video, reflect on it, share sort of our faith experience. So those are the kind of things I'm involved with today.
2: Now, Ed, I have to, I have to ask, does, does your office light often go off due to your inactivity sitting <laughs> at the desk?
0: <laughs> uh, it, it, it can't detect mental activity oh so, okay, yeah, it, <laughs> oh, okay.
2: all right okay good 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 um all right now you you both are graduates of the institute for diaconal studies Mundelein's uh, University of saint Mary the lake um how long that how long did they uh have to put up with you both up there
1: well for me I started out it was probably about a six or seven year process i believe I started out with another cohort and um you know, life sometimes just catches up with you mm-hmm. and, um, uh, the grind every day and, um, kids going off to college and that put kind of a financial burden on our family. So I took on another, uh, law enforcement employment job and, uh, started doing some construction and that. And, um, uh, it just became too much. And, uh, the Holy spirit said, then you need to go sit down for a little while. And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And, um, then again, I got pushed again and started to get shoved again. So I came back and I came back to our, uh, 2020 cohort, and uh, we're taken in with uh, loving arms, and met a really, really wonderful group of people there, and uh, they all became brothers and sisters. to My wife Eileen and I. Oh, that's that's so, great. It was right. Quite a process. But that's uh, that, that's it good. Out for the
2: best. All right, we're uh, we're gonna sh- uh, shuffle off to a, a quick break, and then we'll be back, and I want to pick up uh, a little bit with with Ed, and uh, uh, we'll we'll take it from there. So st- stay stay tuned. To give my-
3: have an old bicycle that's not being used, consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States, and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219.
2: The call to service. Deacon Richard Hudzik joined by Deacon David Brensick And on the line, we have uh, two deacons from the class of 2020, Deacon Ed Ship and Deacon Chris Parker. And we're just uh, exploring a little bit uh, quickly as to uh, what they've seen over the past, uh, well, 11 months now, I guess. Um, and so just before the break, we were, we were talking with uh, Chris about his, his path through formation and I just I want to turn to Ed but before I turn to Ed I want to ask Chris one question the the somewhat slower pace although it occupies more and more of your life before you you know hit hit the ground and and get to action I wonder if the slower pace actually was a great blessing for you because it's not like you're you're running through the program you go away and you come back and so you i'm just wondering if if that offered you an opportunity to reengage with a with a wisdom that you didn't have first at at the first start if that you know you you're more familiar with what was going what was going to go, go on and is, was was there benefit to doing it that way
1: i was kind of um that's a great question i was kind of like uh I was kind of stuck, and I didn't know, even through spiritual, talking to my spiritual advisor and everything, I just got kind of stuck, you know, and I I think it happens to all of us, and uh, when I came back, I looked at all my old notes, and I reviewed everything, and I I actually looked forward to what we had coming in our classes in that, because they switched the schedule up a little bit from um, when I had started, so it was enjoyable, Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of, uh, you know, pre-COVID, there was a lot of hands-on and a lot of classes that we met and stuff on Saturdays and that. And it, it re reignited my uh, my faith in the Lord and also my—it um, uh, calmed the Holy Spirit down from pushing me along and constantly, constantly, what are you doing? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, I still get that.
2: Yeah. But
1: um, I think it was a benefit to me personally, not saying that the program, uh, the time frame that it has is, isn't enough or is enough. Um, but for me, it was right.
2: No, that's good. And that's good. I
1: listened to the Lord, and that's the, that was the most important part yeah, of my life. So. That's
2: that's terrific. Now, Ed, you you did the traditional uh, four year path. Am, am I right on that?
0: Exactly. Yeah, I was just going to comment. Yeah. So the, normally, it's a year of um, uh, which is intentional to be a, a time of really awareness, learn learn about what the diaconate might mean. Uh, your spouse, if you're married, is, is journeying with you for that entire first year altogether. So that both as a couple, you have your eyes open, you can talk about concerns, you can talk about is the spirit moving us as a couple through this journey? Um, and then following the years of aspirancy, there's three years of candidacy. Okay. And so uh, that would be the, the our the normal uh, time frame for our cycles.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna step back a bit and, and ask ask uh, Dave to, to jump in here and, and he's got he's got some things he wants to talk to you about. So take it away, David. Well, you know,
5: granted, this past year has been a year like no other with with the pandemic. But what? How has this first year been for the for, for both of you? What have been the highlights for you? Uh, what expectations? experiences have really jumped out for you during this past year? Ed?
0: Um, so uh, for me, it was, a, I, I would say, a slow start. You know, we ordained in September, um, and so I, I, I think I had expectations of, oh, I'm going to get involved in a whole bunch of things, and, and the churches were just opening. And, and so that, that was sort of something to get used to, uh, COVID-related. Um, one of the things that happened in the November time period is this one, uh, retirement home, um, was looking for somebody to bring them communion. Uh, they had stopped the communion service back, what, in January, February. Um, and so, uh, I, it's something I'd wanted to do. I, I'd done ministry of care work, um, at a local hospital. Uh, now as a deacon, I could, I could do a communion service um and so for me i was really excited because it was it it was a niche it was an area for me to get involved with that was that was new to us or new to to our parish um and so that i felt like okay i'm finally giving back um Mm -hmm. for you know fulfilling some of the the duty uh or you know way to to uh, bring people to eucharist because i i'm sure for a number of us you know in that those months when we could we could not receive the eucharist you know, how longingly we'd be looking at the, the TV monitor, you know, and we were uh we'd be you know anxious for that day when we could again uh consume Christ in our hearts, in our minds, and body. And so that was really special. Um I know Chris and I have talked about the triduum, you know, going through the first Trudom as a as a deacon. Um I was there there's another permanent deacon at my parish, and then there was a transitional deacon, and so we each took a different day. Of uh, the Triduum, mm-hmm. and mine was Holy Friday, and I can remember lying prostrate on on the in front of the cross, and that bringing back memories of of our nation and just you know reaffirming that we're laying ourselves entirely out for the Lord to be of service to Him, and so that that first Triduum as a deacon was very very moving. So Great. Chris, I how would I'm say in about... the last one I had was uh, as a baptism. Right, I did a baptism right after we we're able to um, turn the baptismal fonts back on, and we could actually walk around. And so, mm-hmm. doing the baptism um, with the with the with the font fully flowing, with able to move around and do all the the movements of the right, um, that was just a real special day.
5: Mm-hmm. Chris, how about for you?
1: I um. I was doing communion services at church on my way to work. We had a 645 for all the commuters that would jump on the uh, metro that's right across from our parking lot at church. And I kind of cut my teeth with homiletics with that, with uh, making these uh, three or four minute homilies uh, special Mm -hmm. to the people. And that came to a grinding halt uh, like everybody else's life did for so long. We had three different dates of ordination that went by. But you know what? Now we're back. And that first day after ordination, when I served at Mass, it really opened my eyes. My entire family was there. And all these people that I had uh, come to uh, know and really care a lot about and laugh with and um, pray for were there in front of me now. Instead of um, me being with them, I was still with them, but they were in front of me. And um, we're looking forward now. I I was really, really active in the choir ministry uh, before, and now we're going to Hopefully, fingers crossed, open in September, mid-September, again, start our practices. But, you know, um, the baptismal ministry is what I've been really, really, uh, really—that's where the rubber hit the road for me with doing baptismal prep. Unfortunately, we have to do it all on Zoom. Mm -hmm. But um, just performing baptisms and just starting to meet people again and to uh, engage with these young people and just see their fire— uh, about the baptism of their children. So it, it increased me too, you know, cause formation doesn't end with ordination. You yeah. can continually go through formation, I think through your whole life as an ordained person. And, uh, it changes me every time I go to a baptism on a Sunday, I just walk away with a good feeling. And I concur with what Ed said. I, I was, uh, I served at the Triddle on this past Easter and it was, uh, amazing so much so that my pastor had to kind of give me a nudge so i would get up off of the floor in front of the altar i was captivated but uh that was a real special moment that first moment investments and um really really being a part of the people's lives for such a special event all right we're going to take up our our
5: we have to stop for a break but we're going to take up our conversation right after our break here
3: adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this, and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time, virtually, with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youths age 9 to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's 312 312- 937
4: 9373375 Welcome back. Es fabuloso
2: verlos. znowu razem.
4: It's good to be together again.
2: After so many months apart
0: pandemic capacity limits have been lifted and we want to welcome everyone back to church. We can all pray together again and listen as our choirs lift their voices in song. We've been together in spirit and now when you are ready, our doors are open wide. Nuestras puertas están abiertas de par en par. Nasze drzwi są otwarte. And we're here to welcome you back to Catholic Mass.
4: For to sit at my right hand or at my left is not for me.
5: Welcome back to Deaconia, a call to service. My name is Deacon Dave Brentzik, and I'm joined with Richard, Deacon Richard Hudzik. And we have two guests today, Deacon Ed Ship and Deacon Chris Parker, who were ordained in 2020. Uh, gentlemen, is there a scripture that comes to mind as you reflect on this, this first year of that you have been a deacon? something that has touched your heart as you reflected this past, these several months? Chris? For
1: me, uh, Psalm 139 pops up. Oh, Lord, you search me and you know me. You discern my purpose from afar. So God is always looking out for me and helping me. And every day, you know, when we say our, our prayers too in the Benedictus, the dawn from on high shall come upon us. And then it's like a new day every day um, we have to. We have to do good. We have to be good, and we have to be the example that the people need to be a part of. And those two, I think about them quite often when I'm at work or uh, when I'm saying my prayers. It gives me uh, good vibes, and uh, it strengthens me.
5: How about you, Ed?
0: Um, from John, it was not you who chose me, but I who chose you. And so, I mean, I, I during the the program, and even now, I look out and. Uh, there are, there's this unworthiness to our to that I am a sinner, um, but the Lord chose me, and I come to do His will, and uh, He He chooses wisely. I don't I don't always understand, but He's He's chosen me, and I've accepted the call. And uh, you know, the other one is, you know, whatever you do in word or in deed, do it for the glory of God, um, for the praise of Jesus, and that's what I seek to do god's in charge
2: let let me uh let me throw my 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 personal scriptural pearl in and this is uh uh, this is one that i've uh, that that i I often uh, refer to but it's 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 in uh, john's first epistle and i'll very radically paraphrase it but it's 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 something like something we have seen something we have heard something we have known from the beginning we share that with you so that our joy might be complete. It's just this—it's a sense of passing on something that we know that's dear to us, and we want to give it away. Um, and it's not—mission's uh, not accomplished until we do give it away. And I don't want to say selfishly, but the—the the benefit of that is that it—it—it it, it fills me with joy to be able to to share this. Like you know, if, let me tell you the good news. I guess is—is is what i what I'm saying. Um, I know, Dave, you got a, a, a pearl that, uh, that, that comes to you? Put you on the spot here? Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Okay. Well, that's, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's good. Now, the, the purpose of the show is to inspire and, and help our, our listening audience. Um, let me ask you, um, both of you, is what in your experience this first year as a, as a deacon, how does that lift up or encourage people in the pews? What what can they take from your, your story over these past 11 months that will help them in their walk with the Lord? And any ideas on that one?
1: They, um, they scheduled me this year to preach on Father's Day, and it was such an honor to be able to do that. And um, I really, really thought hard about it. From my life experiences and, and what I had to share with people now, and put my homily together and presented it, and um, saw it nods coming from people, uh, and especially one woman who um, uh, lost her husband tragically this summer in a car accident. And she uh, captured me when I was uh, out in the Narthex. She said, Can I please get a copy of your homily? Mm-hmm. And I gave her my paper copy that I preached from and used my notes from. And that was, um, we were good friends, you know, all of us, uh, through our council at church and that. So that was a moving experience for me. And I hope, uh, she was able to get copies to her son's away at college too. So that's, that, that's just something that really struck me as uh, special that moment.
2: That's, that's beautiful. Ed, Ed, how about, how about you? What's, what's a takeaway for those who are listening to, to you and Chris and, in your first year of experience?
0: Well, I, What became more apparent to me during my years of formation that I don't think I had appreciated as much is how all of us are called through our baptism um, to serve the Lord, to be the body of Christ. And we do that with the gifts and talents we've been given, and each of us need to answer or should choose to answer, you know, here I am Lord, I come to do your will.
2: And, and we've got the prayer, ser- and we've got the blessing. servants and we've got the servant song taking us out to close the show and Ed, your comments are perfect. Uh, we all call to service and God bless you uh, for your, your work and your many more years and thank you David as, as always for your, your good work with us. So Chris, Ed, God bless you thank you Thank you gentlemen.
0: Thank you Thank Can you, John John bless. you drink
4: The. Cup that I to Are you willing? Can you be baptized like I have been baptized? Are you able? Are you